Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Good morning, everyone. Um, So we are ending chapter two of Colossians this morning and I want us just to recap what is going on in this church. So it's a baby church, both in that it's very young in age, but it's also very young spiritually. And um, it really needs help pastorally and with teaching, which is why Paul has written this letter. And then chapter one, we've seen that the message is all about Jesus, as about who Jesus is, that he is the centre, that he is the source of the new redeemed creation and that in Christ we are 100% fully Christian. Amen, even on a Monday morning. So in chapter two, um, it's all about don't let anything get you off track. Don't be deceived. And there are two kinds of um, different sources of deception or pressures that the church was facing and that Paul is alluding to. And the first is of other gods, this kind of mystical polytheism, which was common in the ancient world. And the second was pressure from the Jewish community who also would have wanted the Colossian Christians to conform to all of the laws and regulation of the Jewish Torah. And both of these pressures amount to a kind of super spirituality that faith in Jesus isn't enough, but you need to do more. So that's the background of our passage. Um, And there should be a slide with it coming up, but I'm going to read it. So it says, since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on many human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. So earlier on in verse 15, we've seen that Jesus disarmed every other power and authority on the cross. He has complete victory over darkness, over any other spirituality. Jesus has already won because Jesus has total victory on the cross. And when he was on the cross, he took on Satan and he defeated him. And I think it's important to say that Jesus didn't remove Satan and that he still exists and the world is waiting for the final judgment, but he disarmed Satan. And the word Satan literally means the accuser or the adversary. He is the one who condemns us, the one who whispers in your ear that you are not doing enough and that you're not good enough. But in Jesus, the record of our debt was nailed to the cross. So what that means for us today is that there is no... Um, shadow of accusation against us at all. The accuser cannot accuse because Jesus has been condemned in our place. So he is helpless to damn us. And if Satan is the accuser, then Jesus is our advocate, as it says in Hebrews. And Jesus has already won. It's my second amen of the morning. So Paul here is totally up in arms against the kind of false teaching getting into the church, which is saying you need the super spirituality. You need to fulfill all this extra stuff because it's denying the power of what Jesus did on the cross, his once and for all sufficient sacrifice. And actually Jesus fulfilled all of the Old Testament law. So the devil has no power to accuse you and neither can any man. 
And one danger of super spirituality is legalism. And legalism is all about adhering to moral law rather than to faith. And again, it's rejecting the cross because it's stressing good moral behaviour over faith in Jesus and his sacrifice. And Paul here is explicitly talking about things to do with food and drink, you know, do not taste, do not touch. But the same principle applies to us today. Legalism will always rear its ugly head whenever we try to be good in our own strength. And when we fall away from a humble dependency on God's mercy, and our identity is 100% fully Christian in Christ when we get into earning our salvation. And my friends, the root of that is always pride and it will take you captive and strangle the freedom you have in Jesus. And we don't have problems today with food sacrifice to idols or confusion over Jewish laws, but it's really striking what Paul says in verse 23, that these regulations have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship. You know, it kind of looks right. There's a kind of humility and there's a harsh treatment of the body, which isn't so far away from what he talks about in 1 Corinthians when he says he beats his body to keep it under control. And self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And sensual indulgence does like sound like the kind of thing that we're meant to be putting to death. So it does kind of sound Christian. But Paul says here that this is a false humility because it's based on self. Whereas true humility is all about Jesus and Jesus is the bringer of life. And Jago spoke yesterday about the danger of self-absorption or self-protection in the church. And in our Western culture in 21st century, sort of post-Christendom, we often talk about it as the age of self. And, you know, we go on juice cleansers and drink charcoal to achieve perfected bodies, which we then post as selfies on Instagram. Or you can listen to TED Talks and further your self-actualization and believe that you won't be happy until you have completely discovered the real you. Or um, listen to Oprah interviewing Meghan and Harry, who gave Your Truth on YouTube or iPhone. And the driving belief is that truth is found from within. And our path to salvation is self-powered through inner fulfillment and achieving the perfect life. Hashtag blessed. And it's a new spirituality, only it's empty of Christ. And Christ's love is self-sacrificial. And actually, it's a new form um, of what we call Gnosticism, which was this original first century heresy of the super spiritual. And it's really dangerous because it can coexist with a kind of cultural Christianity, this false humility. It's like a version of belief that is less dependent on faith and submission to Jesus and actually more about the individual's personal control. You know, it's my harsh treatment of my body to attain some of the fruits of Christianity and the solace of faith while actually maximising on my individual authority over my life. And what happens is that we, we, we can let in this kind of consumer Christianity mindset in which our personal preferences reign rather than living for Jesus. And, and Paul says that you died with Christ. So, you know, this is, this is a bogus spirituality. And the Bible teaches us that true meaning is found in worshipping and serving God, not ourselves. And yes, we do do battle against the flesh and sensual indulgence, but we do it through grace, not through self-effort. Not by my might, but by my spirit, says the Lord.
And true holiness is found through relationship with Christ, through pursuing Jesus, who Christ is, what he has done for us and what he is doing through us in community alongside one another treading the same path. Because Jesus brings life. Becoming you is becoming transformed. It's becoming more like Jesus. And the message of Colossians is it's all about Jesus. Who we are is who Christ is. And if you are a Christian, you are in Christ. So Jesus is better. He has defeated death and he's already won. And the devil has nothing to accuse you of. He's fulfilled all of the regulations and laws. Because of Jesus, there is nothing else to give or to add to your salvation. And there is no need to be super spiritual to gain self-control. It's the fruit of the spirit. It comes from humbly walking with Jesus who died to bring us to life. So we are blessed, not with a hashtag, but by the Lord Jesus Christ, who has made you 100% alive in him. Amen. Today on HTC Daily, we prayed against the dangers of self-absorption and self-protection, praying for everyone to commit and contribute to the church family. We also prayed to pursue true holiness by running after Jesus.